Welcome to Gay Side Stories, where the gay shit goes. I am your host, Trillificent, of course. Thank you so much for joining me for another week. Remember, listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts, or you can go to GaySideStories.com slash shows and listen there. Remember to use the hashtag GaySidePod if you live tweet or if you want to start a conversation about anything you hear on the show and also use the hashtag pods by QPOC that just helps people find queer podcasts hosted by people of color like this one. Send in any letters, compliments, show topic ideas, stories. Um, if you're interested on in being on the show, if you're interested in me being on your show, Send all of that to GaySideStories at gmail.com. And with all of that stuff out of the way, I'm going to say let's go ahead and start the show. I had a very special guest that I was very excited about. So I'm going to stop talking now and let you guys go ahead and hear it. Enjoy. Hey, y'all. Guess what? My cousin is on the show this week. I'm so excited. When I say my cousin, I mean my real life cousin. Like cousin, cousin. Blood related cousin. <laughs> she may be like my second or third cousin, but you know, that don't matter in a black family. Cousin, if we cousins, cousin. we cousins. We grew up together, cousin. We cousin. are family. So she yeah. goes by Dreadful Phoenix on the interwebs, but I know her as Kosha. Hey guys, I'm Kosha. I practice my radio voice for this. Come on. Telling the trade secrets at the same time. Here for it. Here for it. Let the people know that you practice. I did. I practiced. This is like my work voice. My dealing with Caucasians voice too. Oh, like yes. The cold switch voice. Yeah, because they, they be getting on my nerves so at work. Well, that's everybody everywhere. They're just you know, sometimes I just look at white people and I'd be like, Oh, why is you here? <laughs> but that's you know what? I said what I said. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm going home. I'd be like, why am I here? <laughs> that also too and as well. Like, and it's probably like, more pertinent. I like, I need peace. Let me go home. But you see, I live in North Dakota though. So I'm like always the only black person every fucking well. Like unless I bring a nigga with me, I'm by myself. And so that's why I just go home. Yikes. <laughs> so if you ever were one of those people was like, North Dakota, who the fuck is it? Any black people in North Dakota? Now you know there is at least one. <laughs> a bunch of us, not really. I'm lying. I brought my brother with me, so it's two. Okay, so there's two. <laughs> Pray for him, y'all. Pray for him in a sea I'm of. I'm trying to get. And they in the snow, and they have to deal with the snow people. Mm. Pray for him. It's already cold up here. It's supposed to snow Friday. Oh, and no, I'm ma'am. like, I'm over it. I'm no. like, we just got fall and winter's like, bitch, I'm here. No, ma'am. It's so. October. It is October. <laughs> it is too early for snow. No, yeah, ma'am. yeah. No, ma'am. But anyway, thank you for coming on to the show. It's a pleasure, cousin. Thank you for having me. It's been a long time coming. I know I've wanted you on the show for a while, but... <laughs> It's it's one of those things where it's like I have people that I want on the show, but the topic has to be right. And so I have people in mind, but if the topic doesn't come to me, then I wait until it does. So this is one of those opportunities and you came through. So we're going to start the show with the queer query. Question. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right. First question. What's your biggest pet peeve when it comes to me, your cousin? My cousin, Curtis. Okay. You've always been a disappearing ass nigga. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I would see you at like Christmas and then your ass would be ghost. Like, <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is Curtis? You know how you, at the family gatherings, you're like, okay, wait, everybody ready for their favorite cousins to come through. I'm like, oh, wait, I can't wait till Curtis gets here. We're going to have so many jokes. Like, come on. Ain't Joyce and her fucking uh, Christmas sweater. <laughs> <That> sweater. <laughs> I understand though, like as we got older, you know, like depression and maybe, you know, I didn't realize like how much shit you were going through at home. And that's what's crazy is like we're cousins and, you know, we grew up around each other, but I didn't realize 
until I actually listened to the show, like what you were going through at home with your fucking parents. Cause you know how, you know, people portray themselves to us as kids. All I know is that's my auntie and my uncle. Right. And you know, blase, blase. I never, I never knew that shit was going on. Of course we heard, you know, their side because your ass had disappeared <laughs> from mine. And so I'm like, no, this doesn't sound right. And you know, so if I, I feel like I should have reached out more to you and I could have been closer to you. I'm sorry for that because, like, I, I really didn't know. And I understand it because, you know, everybody think my fucking daddy, the greatest motherfucker in the world, and he's a crazy motherfucker. Well, and so I I know how they can put on, like, different masks for everybody. And so I'm sorry if, if I should. I, I feel like I could have reached out better when we were younger. But so I'm sorry for that, cousin. I love you. Aww. Even though you could have reached out to me, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, a couple of things. Let me... <laughs> Yes, first of all, I am the original ghoster. No. <laughs> um, like she was saying, if you've listened to this show, then you understand why I separated myself from a lot of my family. And it was a kind of a cascading thing. Like, I didn't really mean to separate myself from the majority of my family. It just was like a... I was just over it, you know what I mean? And I just was like... <clears throat> all alone you know what i'm saying me myself and i but the other thing with that is in recent years a lot of times hell i don't even be knowing about the family functions um or i find out at the last minute and it's like i mean i got shit to do like you can't tell me the day before or the day of they do that shit to me and i'm in north dakota i'd be like okay yeah you expected me to make that shit right <laughs> hey we having a party tomorrow come through uh i am seven states away what do you say <laughs> i'm in canada shit <laughs> yeah 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 but you know it's 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 a work in progress I, i'll leave it at that it's a work in progress i didn't expect that this question would be that deep <laughs> <laughs> oh lord all this family secrets just uh, oh god Anyway, let's move on to the next You already question. put them out there on the internet. Shit. I mean, I was respectful in doing so, but the no. truth is the truth. You know, yeah, the truth I own my truth. side of the truth. And if other people don't own their side of the truth, then good luck, everybody. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, that ain't your problem. That ain't your you issue. Know, so. I will say that specifically is the reason or a big part of the reason why relations are no better but whatever that's not what this show is about so the next question <laughs> which making the band castmate did you want to see succeed the most and this can be from the band with the rap niggas or it can be uh the girl group danity kane or it can be the boy group day 26 i don't count the <sighs> white ones because i don't remember them I don't remember them either. I do remember Old Town, but I don't remember them. Damn, yeah, I didn't know I could even include Danny D. Kane. Now you got yeah. me because they had this fine girl and then Danny D. Kane with the one with the big booty. You remember her name? No. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Tight. Okay. Because uh, we don't know her name. The one with the big booty from Danny D. Kane and uh, Dylan Dylan. You mean the, she so was good. she was in the group or she was just yeah she was in the group it was two black girls in the group one oh. of them was like skinny and she was the writer and the other one was just like fine and could sing you must be talking about D Woods yeah yeah also known as Juanita with a W no <laughs> no Juanita with the W that's how she spelled it <laughs> her, mom, her mama was wrong for that that's her real name. <laughs> I believe so. If I'm wrong, please correct me. But I'm sure it's Juanita with a W because I remember seeing that like Juanita with a W. Girl, what? <laughs> I just remember like, like, damn, she's fine. Damn, she's fine. But yeah, her and or Dylan Dylan because he was corny and catchy at the same time. Well, I like the way he believed in himself. Did he? Because he had the <laughs> opportunity right there and he squandered it. So it's just like, <laughs> did he really believe in himself? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, but that hot fire, like what? Because I spit hot fire. Hot fire. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. like, yeah, do that. I was a little kid though, so what the fuck, man? Right. Um, but I knew D Woods was fine. Indeed. <laughs> Listen, gay at an early age, or, <laughs> or in your case, bi, I guess. <laughs> I was like, damn, she's fine. I just like beautiful shit. 
And women are some beautiful creatures. They are. Especially black women. I won't deny that they are. I'm not interested in your vaginas, but y'all are beautiful. Oh. You got Um, me smiling now. (laughs) (laughs) Which castmate did I want to see succeed the most? Um... I don't know if I really had a strong attachment to anyone. I did want to see uh oh what's the girl's name? She had a real husky voice on the rap one. She didn't make the group, but they did feature her on one of the songs. I can't remember her name now. Mysterious, I think it was. Mysterious? I think so. She was like, I want it so bad I can taste it. Oh. <laughs> I think that was her name. I, I wanted to see her win just because it seemed like she wanted it so bad. And Aww. then Diddy like played her and she like lost her shit when she didn't get chosen for the group. Diddy played everybody though. True. Like, come true. on. Like, very, very true. Wasn't so it I, like some bad boy rapper that died not too long ago? And he was like he died broke and he was like a, supposed to be like a legend or some shit. Oh, you talking about Craig Mack? Yeah, mm-hmm. like Diddy ain't taking care of nobody but him. Damn, his damn self. And Cassie. <laughs> oh, and Cassie. Um, and I she think was... just for runners up or honorable mention, I would say Brian from Day Twenty Six, and that was only because I believe he was from Houston. So he was he was such a good singer though. He was a good singer. <laughs> he had a high voice. He was a, those braids were a struggle though. Ooh, <laughs> that was a struggle. <laughs> Like who has like had braids and they weren't a struggle though? Like a man with braids, like like Pusha T, like I mean at least Pusha T. Well, that's true. (laughs) But Brian had like literally no hang time and it never improved. Mm -hmm. Like we saw you over two seasons and those braids never got any longer. Yo, I had questions. We got a cousin. I'm not gonna say his name, but his braids used to be like that too. So like, girls used to add weave into his shit. So he could have done that at least. Get you a bundle right. or two, my dude. Right. Make us believe. Make us believe. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Last question. Uh, What's one wish you would like to see come true before 2018 ends? Oh man, that's a complicated one. Um, I just want people to start believing women. Like Ooh. it's been like so much shit going on. Just believe black women. Like when when you're in doubt, trust the black. Like find a black woman to ask her what you should do. Like if she's if, if a woman says she was raped, why why would anybody lie about that shit? Like everybody, just 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 believe women. That's what y'all need to do. I mean, I was going to say, like, I want to be financially <laughs> responsible or some shit like that. But, like, honestly, it's just so much shit going on nowadays. Like, yeah, everybody just needs to believe us. And everybody needs to fucking vote and get that uh that crazy motherfucker at the fucking White House. The Senate needs to be taken over, like, because it's, they just had, like, a whole hearing, like, the most credible witness that a white person, I mean, a white jury or white America can have and say that this man sexually assaulted her. She was a witness and a fucking um, expert at the same time. Like, she can't be any more educated. Like, she couldn't have been a better witness and those motherfuckers walked away still saying that they didn't believe her. And if, like, they don't believe her, I know ain't nobody gonna believe me when I say shit. Yeah, I think I saw... Just today, scrolling Instagram or Twitter, they someone did a poll, and it was like forty percent of white people did not believe her. It may have been higher, and it was like still fifty something percent of of white women did not believe her. And I was like, man, y'all don't have no loyalty. <laughs> but fifty when it comes percent to of white this, women voted. Yeah, fifty two percent of white women voted for the. Uh... What should we call it anyway? We're not gonna say his name. True. They voted for that motherfucker anyway, even after like uh an array of women came out and saying, Oh, he did this to me, he did that to me. You know, like yeah. they caught him on videotape talking about this shit. <laughs> yep, it like, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So you know what? <laughs> I'm going to piggyback on that and say I too would that's a wish. I don't 
foresee it obviously happening before the end of 2018 maybe even not in our lifetime but I would like to see the tide start to change especially when it comes to sexual assault and just believing women when it comes to working conditions and the pay gap and just believe women believe women and let let black women run stuff because everybody else is is just questionable i will mm-hmm. also throw into that i would like to see again it may not happen it's definitely not going to happen in 2018 unfortunately and it may not even happen in my lifetime but i would like to see the mortality rate for trans women specifically black trans mm. women to improve yes because i have <laughs> friends that are black trans women and their life expectancy is like 35 years old and people don't even talk about how like there's been so many murders of them lately and like nobody even brings it up it's like yeah i mean <laughs> to the point where it's like i could barely keep up trying to report them trying to put them on my stuff like Man, two, three in the same week. It's crazy. So I would definitely like to see that. I concur. Well, that's going to wrap up the queer query. So let's move on to the main topic. So I came across this article on GayStarNews.com and it said, why do bisexual people hide their sexuality more than gay people and so obviously i was like well i need someone bisexual to come and talk about this my cousin (laughs) popped into mine because she out here doing the damn thing (laughs) all right she 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 breaking hearts both genders and maybe even some gender non-conforming people i don't know (laughs) but i can say for sure and the in the i messages she's told me about some hearts that she's broken male and female <laughs> and so i said well yo. she would just be perfect to talk about this you know let's just say that i never intentionally break anyone's heart that's what they always say that's a likely goddamn story i always say every relationship with pure intentions with my intent clear like if that intent changes hey it changes but yeah <laughs> but mm. It all boils down to like why bisexual people, especially like the article I say, it was saying like at work, it's easier. Like you don't, cause you know some people are gonna judge you. You don't have to explain anything, mm-hmm. and it's especially easier for women, um, because just because like even when I moved up here, I had a boyfriend or whatever, I say or whatever. I had a boyfriend. You know, he came to visit and things like that, and you know, so you know, all my coworkers thought I had a, you know, they thought I was straight, and. You know, I, I really just let people. I try to mind my business at work, especially. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> okay, because we'll, I get it. We'll get into that. We'll get into that first. I want to highlight some of the stats from the article. Okay. So this was a YouGov survey, and it was carried out for Stonewall UK. So it's a British survey. They polled five thousand LGBT people in England, Scotland, and Wales. 38% of bisexual people are not out at work compared to 7% of gay men and 4% of lesbian. Now I'm going to say, I don't know what it's like in the UK, but I definitely feel like these numbers are way different in the United States. Yeah, probably worse. I don't see only 7% of gay men not being out at work and only 4% of lesbians. I don't see that in the United States. <laughs> Well, so just, what do you think? It's like a higher people, a higher rate of people not out. Absolutely, at work. Absolutely. I mean, you have to think about it like this: We live in a country where, in some states, it's perfectly legal to discriminate based on that. Like, and and this administration is fighting to give states companies the right to discriminate based on sexual orientation. They want to be able to say, oh, you're gay, then you can't work here. There's places where that's perfectly legal, especially if you work in an at-will state. Now, some place, you know, depending on what kind of protections you have and you can try to fight it, but they're definitely trying to make it where that's a thing. You know what I mean? Like 
you don't really hear about and I could be wrong, but personally, I don't really hear about men and women being openly gay at work unless they work at a real progressive or a liberal type company like a Google or something like that or a government job. I don't know. Because I, I work in the federal government and they legally can't dis, uh, discriminate. Um, like, matter of fact, uh, when I went through training in Oklahoma City, this guy, he was out. He was gay. He met this other guy while we were in the same class. And they both, they they still together. It's like six years later, they're still together. And they were telling me he was in a tower. And he was like, it's an all-gay tower. And I was like, what? He was like, yeah, they got little rainbows up and everything at work. I said, okay. Okay. That might be a bit much for my taste, but I can't say that I would feel less comfortable there than in a regular place where you kind of mind your business and keep your business to yourself. Okay. So it says nearly four in 10 by people are not out at work. And half of that by men, 49%, and a third of the by women, 34%, are not out. So of those four in 10, half of the men and a third of the women, 10% of LGBT people of color have been physically attacked due to their identity compared to 3% of white LGBT workers. And it says 12% of LGBT people of color have lost jobs as a result of their identity compared to 4% of white LGBT staff members. So even there, it's it's just it's not always pertinent or I should say it's not always safe to be out because you never know what kind. I think it's a company by company thing and you never know what company is going to be okay with it and not really care as long as you do your job and what company is going to be like, yeah, you're going to have to go. We don't do that gay shit. Yeah, I agree. It's company by company, but like, there's no but. It's, I mean, it's easier for women, you know, especially since I'm bi. You know, everybody likes a bi woman. You know, my girlfriend got a girlfriend type shit. So I had a question about that before we get into the rest of the conversation. Uh, you say that it's easier for women. Do you think that it's maybe potentially more problematic for women because of the way women's sexuality is looked at because of that whole my girl got a girlfriend thing yeah I can see um, like your male co-workers trying to you know have a threesome with you or some bullshit like that or just being very invasive about Mm -hmm. your life and and I can see that just you're like okay I'm openly bisexual at work and then here comes this crackerjack on some well, how many threesomes did you have this weekend? I'd be like, ask your mama, bitch. But <laughs> <laughs> Correct. But I'm just saying, I can see that being more of a nuisance. Maybe something that a bisexual woman would be more concerned with than a bisexual man. And then on the flip side, I can see for men, there's really no middle ground. There's no gray area. So it's like you come out as bisexual at work. Yeah, yeah everybody's going to just say you're gay. Yes. Men have like, especially bisexual men, they have such a harder time about it. Like even like on insecure when Molly was dating a guy who told her she was like, he was bi and she like lost her shit. So even this past (laughs) week, which if you haven't seen the season finale of insecure, by the time you hear this show, then you way behind (laughs) way, way behind. (laughs) But when she saw him at that festival, and that other dude came up and she was just immediately like, oh, I knew that nigga was gay. And it was just like... <laughs> Long jumping. <laughs> I mean, just... And my thing is, you still on this acting like in season one, that man wasn't giving you the dick of your life. What? <laughs> like, he was busting his zone. <laughs> and what was st- his name on the show? Oh, uh, Jared. Jerry, yeah, I remember Jerry was putting yeah. it down. He was putting it down. He was like, well, I can't even, I, now I have to go back and watch season one. Cause that one scene where he was like, you still gotta go get your, like, he, in between strokes, like, you still gotta go get your cleaning or whatever it was. <laughs> I was like, girl, 
at best he's bisexual because clearly clearly he no pussy he is a friend and a confidant to your vagina so <laughs> i don't know why we do, and i feel like part of that was just because number one the guy was good looking that came up yeah, but immediately was it was that that level of intimacy i was like they gotta be best friends or they have to be related <laughs> you know what i'm saying like they have to have grown up together because it was just intimate he was like get the shit that i like nigga you know what i like and he was like yeah i got you <laughs> you know what i'm saying and then my favorite part was when he walked up i had two favorite parts and we are off topic a little bit but it's okay it's okay my first favorite part was when they walked up and she found out that that was his brother and her face cracked. My second favorite part was seeing a light skinned man with a dark skinned woman because his girlfriend was Oof. was she was dark skinned and she was serving. Okay, she was giving you everything that you needed. Molly was hurt, <laughs> and I was like, "That's what you get, Molly. Suffer." <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Wait a minute. So you don't see a lot of light skinned women with uh I mean light skinned men with dark skinned women? Uh I think you starting to I think I'm starting to see more of it. But I also because of Twitter, I do know still that people I don't want to say the younger generation because that anyway, oh. but younger people, people <laughs> like fresh out of high school, like a lot of them still hold to these values of colorism. Like it's it's still something that's being ingrained in children and it's still taking them getting into their twenties to unlearn it. You know what I mean? But I I have been seeing it a little bit more. I've been seeing light skinned men love their dark skinned women openly a little bit more (laughs) lately. Thanks to Instagram. We love to see the black beautiful couples, you know, but I love me a dark skinned woman. <laughs> I think it's just on TV you don't see it that often. You know what I mean? At least I have a union been in all the movies. <laughs> well, I mean, that depends but on I, the movie. I did see. I think on on one of them social media networks that like people were giving a uh, young Dolph. He's a rapper. I know you probably know. <laughs> they were giving him shit about his baby mama and they. And her two and their two kids, and it's because she's dark skinned. And I was like, "This girl is beautiful." I like, did see that. I was like, "What's about? wrong with her? She's pretty." What y'all talking about? Yeah, and he's he dark like skinned. Fucking pretty. He's still darker than her. So I was like, "What is the problem?" <laughs> so she lighter than him. <laughs> she is. I mean, they they real close, but from what I could see, maybe it was the lighting in the picture. But she looked a hue or two lighter than he was. She prettier than him because that's an ugly looking motherfucker. Well, I mean, that's true. You are correct. I don't know who that is, but from what I remember in that picture, she does have the looks of that couple. But anyway, we didn't come here to talk about colorism. (laughs) We got on a tangent, but it was necessary and it it applied, okay? Do better with your colorism. So, let's talk about bisexuality at work. Bisexuality do you hide your bisexuality at work and why or why not? I mean, at work, I really like to mind my business because I work with a lot of Caucasians, Hello. but because I really, I don't like them to talk to me unless we're talking about work, but um, <laughs> we do spend like lots of hours in like closed, confined spaces. And so like, I'm stuck with you for three hours. We got to talk about something. If we're going to talk about something. And if I'm with anybody, I'm I'm dramatic. I'm a Leo. So if I'm into somebody, like, I'm going to talk about them. So they know I, I date girls and I date, I mean, I date women. I date men. I ain't really dated too many men lately because I live in North Dakota. <laughs> but, no, I'm out at work, I guess. Like, you're like, oh. That and then again, sense. like, I don't have to deal with, like, the nuisances you said because, like, I wish some motherfuckers would. And I work for the government, and I've been trying to find a reason to get out of here. That's the EEO complaint. Like, woof. <laughs> anyway, woof, they don't even realize they in danger. I know. I'd be ready. I'd be like, "What you say?" <laughs> All right. All right. Let's just shift gears a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, do you hide your sexuality amongst your family and friends, and why or why not? 
if you're my friend and you don't know I date women and we're really not we we're not friends that's just that f word for fun well <laughs> and uh my family Aunt Janice, I, should, I guess Aunt Janice used to tell me all the time. She she, she knew I was she knew I like women. Ever since I came home from college with my best friend, she was like, "Look, don't nobody care what you do in the bed, long as you don't grow up to be broke." <laughs> and so, <laughs> my family, y'all. And so, you know, I ain't rich, but I ain't broke, so she don't care. My daddy, oh God, that man, he's a delusional man. I don't I don't think he knows, but I don't I don't know. He's met my girlfriends before. So I don't know. Like I don't be like, hey daddy, that's my girlfriend because I wasn't she wasn't my girlfriend then. <laughs> but I'm like, yo, daddy, yeah, it's, uh, this girl in my room right now. What's up? He was like, Oh, tell her to come out for breakfast because he came to visit me a couple of times with his new wife. Mm. That's another subject too. Oh. But yeah. Like, <laughs> so do you think it's one of those kind of willful ignorance things like a don't ask, don't tell type deal with your dad? Yeah, because his sisters know. They like, all his sisters know. And you know how they talk. Yeah, so ain't Dorothy and he know. Yeah. <laughs> he know. Me and my girlfriend slept in Aunt Dorothy's house one time when I came home. <laughs> and uh Aunt Dorothy's like, Y'all want something to eat? Like she seen us cuddled up together in the bed and she's like, You want something to eat? And I was like, Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> ain't Dorothy ain't, I mean like she said like don't be broke when you grow up right cause you know I saw the hard time that our can I say her name our other cousin had coming out with Janice yeah and so and so Ooh, I feel like she a, that was a whole lot yeah she didn't she knows she didn't help her and so like and so when I started bringing girls around, she was like, "Look, uh, <laughs> don't." She had already, broke. yeah. She had already yeah. learned. Yeah, I mean, she had a harder time about me bringing girls to meet her. She had a harder time when she found out I had a fucking tattoo. That's what she blew a fucking mind about. <laughs> Not a tech. Oh god, Southern black I'm, folk. I'm grown. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm grown. What you even saying? What you even mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she was like, "Oh, you got a tattoo now, huh?" Uh, okay. But yeah. Okay. okay. Family different. Like all my cousins know them. Old people just crazy. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. As long as you ain't asking them for their money, they don't care. But I, I was gonna say that seems like know. what it is. <laughs> It's like, we don't care what you do as long as you're not asking us for money. <laughs> yeah. I was like, maybe that's just our family. Like, oh, you're not broke. You're not asking me for no money. Oh, make you want your me to own meet a money. bitch? <laughs> I need a bitch. Oh, make your own money. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Do you agree or disagree with the assumption that bi people hide their sexuality more than gay people? I, I can only speak as a bisexual woman and I know I don't hide because hiding my sexuality would be like hiding portions of myself like if you didn't know like if you don't know all of me and you don't love all of me like we we don't and that means like we deal with each other like on a superficial level right and so like I can see like people who don't know me who think they know me thinking I'm straight <laughs> thinking I'm hiding shit from them but like bitch like you don't even know my favorite color how the fuck you know who I'm fucking right so but like as um I've seen like how bisexual men get like railroaded and shit like that and not just society and so I don't I think like people that are intimate with like should know that like, the details of their stuff or like their close circles and stuff like that because I see how you have to protect yourself and so but like as a bisexual woman there's like there's nothing like I don't get any negativity from that. Like I went to a work conference not too long ago and <laughs> in Chicago, and you know, and I get too much Hennessy in me. You know, she go live, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I'm, I'm out at a work conference amongst my colleagues, and we're all black too. So you know, I ain't seen no black people in a long time, and I'm mm. like, ah. So we in a bar, and I remember I pulled a chick at the bar. <laughs> And they was just like, oh, like, cause I didn't really remember too much the next day. I was drunk. Okay. And they was like, yo, you can go out with me any day. Like, they were all proud, giving me high fives and shit. And I was like, 
what I do? Because I kissed the bitch at the bar? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't do nothing. Like, they was like, you took that white boy girl. I was like, well, she was a black woman. She was cute. Like, I didn't do anything. They were like giving me props and all that stuff. And I was like, you ought to see me at the strip club. Like, <laughs> well. but like, I don't, yeah, you remember that, you remember that story? <laughs> <laughs> so basically, this is a real life flex, ladies and gentlemen, and GNCs. My cousin is letting y'all know that she got that juice. All right. She dripping in sauce. All right. Yeah, I mean. Hide your wives. Hide your men. Especially if they cute. Shit. And you know what I realized? Because remember that time, like, if you, like, I fuck women who used to be, like, married to men. And, like, most of these niggas can't fuck. Like, oh, my God. Because, <laughs> like, there is no way I hit a bitch up twice and she, like, writing a book about me. Like, come on, man. Your husband, you you had three kids with that nigga and, like, three orgasms. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know what? We don't need... Because there are no heterosexual people on this podcast right now, we don't need to Uh-oh. get into <laughs> like, into I that. Class. But um, all I Sorry. can say is, from what I've witnessed on the Twitter <laughs> and a little bit on the Instagram, it's a whole lot of unsatisfied heterosexual women out here. I got a girlfriend now, so I can't even be like, hit me up. No, I'm joking. <laughs> when has that ever stopped anyone? Because <laughs> wait, wait till they see these promo pictures for this episode. They're going to be like, oh, your cousin cute. And I'm going to be like, Ain't I'm no a, ugly cousin. I'm going to turn into that gif of New York with that when she was wielding that knife. Like, stay away from my family. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'll be home in Houston in a couple weeks too. So what's up? No, no, no. Ain't no what's up. Ain't no what's up. Y'all stay you're away right, from you're my right. family. I got a girlfriend, so I'm trying to be that too. Person. That too. Oh, Hopefully she'll hear too? this and she'll hear that you're being faithful. Yeah. Faithful black women. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to treat somebody how you want to be treated. Right. Right. So. Right. Okay. So, in your opinion, what are some reasons? that bi people would hide their sexuality so we touched on it a little bit with men especially black men because we know how hyper masculinity goes and we can agree that a lot of bi men hide the fact that they're bi because they don't want to just be lumped as gay they don't want to be thought as less than because that is still a thing biphobia is a thing and it's not just amongst other heterosexual people I've talked about this before on the show there's a lot of biphobia within the community especially amongst gay men because it just feels like there are so many people that cannot operate without these boxes they have to know (laughs) what is it and how do I access it so with heterosexual people their ignorance and it's like you cannot be a man and have any kind of sexual contact with the man and not be gay (laughs) hell they can't even agree that if you do butt play as a man with a woman that is not gay (laughs) (laughs) i mean hell they the stuff that they think is gay you know some of that stuff i know is jokes but we've all dealt with enough men to know that some of that stuff is not a joke and when I say that, I'm talking about things like hygiene. Mm. Uh, hell, we know they go all the way to the point of how do you how you pour your cereal? Oh, that's gay. But <laughs> we don't have to get into that. But I think that ignorance amongst heterosexual people would deter a lot of men from coming out as bi, and even within the community, because gay men do the same thing. They have the same boxes sometimes that heterosexual people have and it's like you cannot be both you being greedy or they believe the same thing if you have any type of sexual contact with the man and that makes you gay it don't matter how many women you pull you could be the biggest womanizer on the planet just like on insecure if you say i had an experience with the man oh you gay you just don't know it or you gay and you playing in people's face and it's like 
as much as we get on the internet and as much as I hope we have conversations amongst ourselves off the internet and we start to understand that sexuality is fluid, it just boggles my mind that there are so many people that still hold on to the, that rigid belief. But again, it's a completely different story when it comes to women. So that's one thing I can say that I've observed, because obviously I'm not a bisexual man. I don't identify as bisexual, Mm -hmm. but that's something that I've observed. It never made any sense to me because I'm like, the letter is an acronym for a reason. Like bisexual people (laughs) are valid. (laughs) Bisexual men are valid, but this is not the time or the place to unpack what it is with when, and I don't have the right guests (laughs) to try to unpack what it is with, with women specifically and why they don't accept bisexual men. But as far as women, I don't know. So I was just thinking like, would I date a bisexual man? And like, if I found one and I liked him, he was cool. And like he read and shit and he was chocolate. Like I would, like, I don't, I like, I don't understand it. Why do you think bisexual people hide their sexuality? Just because you said like the ignorance or whatever, and they're afraid, especially like what their family would think, you know, Oh, Mm -hmm. I'm a bisexual man. Oh, you know, everybody's going to be like, you gay. Right. And you know, that's the last thing somebody want to be called gay. Cause it, you know, it scares them. What if he is gay? Right. (laughs) I wonder, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, you know, people in this fake religious stuff we got, oh. I don't want to make n- nobody mad. They might be Christians. <laughs> listen, but. if they Christian and they listen to the episode that I had <laughs> with uh, Verdell, <laughs> where he was he was talking a little spicy about it, <laughs> then they, they good. They'll be OK. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I had I was dealing with this chick. I remember I said something about horoscopes, and she was like, "I don't believe in that. That's of the devil." And I was like, "What?" And she was like, "Yeah, that's of the devil." And I was like, "Bitch, you know you eat my pussy. You know they would say that's of the devil too. You know what I'm saying?" Like, I was about to say, "So you was fucking Bobby <laughs> Boucher, mama?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, motherfuckers like they give the devil more power than they do they would the creator, and I'm like. Like, just treat everybody how you want to be treated, and, like, the world would be so much better. Yeah, but that's too much like, right, that's not really imprinted on the human DNA sequences. We're so judgmental of anything that's not like us or that's different that we're automatically, we get afraid of it or we have to condemn it or something. And I'm like... Who would it be them religious motherfuckers? That's what pisses me off. Like every religious tech basically going the same shit. Love people how you love yourself. But so many motherfuckers don't know how to love themselves that yep. they don't know how to love nobody else. And so I'm like, bitch, get a therapist. Read a book, <laughs> ho. <laughs> like, you know what? I agree. I hadn't really considered the religious angle, but I can see that being a reason why people, you know, don't want to come out as anything bisexual transgender gay lesbian because so many of us grew up in the church or church adjacent it makes it where i i love hearing stories of people say oh when i grew up church wasn't a necessity like yeah we were religious but they didn't throw it they didn't cram it down my throat or we grew up kind of like a a different type of spirit uh, a different type of spirituality and i don't see things the way that a lot of people see i love hearing that because so many of us have so much to unpack mm. when it comes to religion it's, even if you grew up and you did the work and you realize okay i don't believe what i grew up hearing you know like myself i identify personally as agnostic but i still catch myself there are certain things that are just so ingrained in me from growing up in the church and remember how ain dorothy used to <laughs> make us, <all laughs> us <go> to- <laughs> perform in the easter <laughs> we had to recite them speeches 
<laughs> oh, you ain't have to come to vacation Bible school, though. You got off. Oh, yeah, that was extreme. <laughs> He's had to spend a night at the church, literally. Oh, oh God. <laughs> but, yeah, but there, I still find myself, there's so many. I mean, just even sayings. Like, sometimes mm-hmm. when I just need to to give some positivity, I still kind of find myself praying and I'm like, I don't even really believe in this, but it's just so second nature. And it feels better. <laughs> it, I mean, and I, I have to kind of adjust it and be like, I'm not praying to God, but I do believe in energy in the universe. So I have to put those mm-hmm. positive vibes out there. But what I mean is my default is that religious aspect, just because that's it's, it's just, so ingrained in you. Yeah, it's just there. You know what I mean? So I definitely can see a lot of people struggling with that religious aspect and that being the reason why they don't want to come out and be open and be free. Um, For men specifically, I think the judgment amongst peers Mm -hmm. is a huge thing because we have to be honest about these things. There's so many, a lot, uh, an overwhelming majority of heterosexual men who feel like and probably have been conditioned to believe that their self-worth lies in the tip of their dick and how active it is (laughs) with that one stroke (laughs) we're not getting to that (laughs) and it's also unsafe for a lot of men like you know those heterosexual men they you can see them at the bar they get too drunk they don't want to fight they might want to fight a chick too i've had niggas come up to me real funny a little spicy because i you know, I only deal with like pretty bitches. And so, yeah, you trying to talk to my bitch, but ha ha ha, she's coming home with me, nigga. Like, <laughs> you know, niggas get spicy, but you know, I'm I'm from Texas. I, I took some that phone in. I know how to use that motherfucking phone. What's up? Like, <laughs> like, ain't stuff say, like, I be like, oh, I knew I was going to shoot somebody this year. Like, oh, God. Y'all. Like, when a heterosexual <laughs> man get that ego hurt, that ego's bruised, uh-huh. like, and you know, at the end of the day, I have to remember that I am a woman. But like, so I'm like, okay, my gun is in the car. Let me make it to the car. You know, I have to like, it's unsafe sometimes. Oh, like, I ain't gonna back down from nothing. But that's me. <laughs> but personal safety is a concern. I get that. Yeah, personal safety is definitely a concern. Like everybody and, don't got afford it. And now that you say that, I think that probably is another reason why men and maybe women too depending on where they are would not want to come out as bisexual because hell it's gay men out here being bashed like gay bashing is still a thing in 2018 Mm -hmm. that's crazy so and as many stories as we see of gay men and transgender women fighting back and, and fucking their oppressors up there's just as many or more stories of men being put in the hospital you know Mm -hmm. it makes me think of the story of the two guys that were in bed cuddling and one of the guys like stepfather came in and threw scolding hot water on them just for being who they are you know there's so many stories that i look at and it's all over the world people just being beaten and being killed for being gay so i could see a bisexual man specifically not wanting to come out as bi because a lot of people are going to automatically assume that's gay. And now you kind of put, you have to think about your safety. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like a lesbian couple in Galveston. Matter of fact, they like fucking disappeared that too. And so <laughs> with women, I feel like it could even be worse because heterosexual women already have to deal with so much. Like their safety is always in jeopardy. So I can see mm-hmm a bisexual woman being lumped the same way maybe she just gay and and women disappear like women disappear all Mm -hmm. the time and lesbian women we don't hear about those stories as much but they they suffer the same type of persecution sometimes it's maybe not as rampant as it used to be or it could just be it's the same it's just that now we see what it is because of 
technology, social media, we can actually see these things. Whereas before it was happening, but we didn't know about it. You don't know about it because who's reporting it? Do you have access to it? If it's something that happened locally in Florida and I'm here in Texas, I may not hear about it. But now, thanks to the internet, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all that stuff, I can hear about that stuff. Um, I also think another reason is people don't want to jeopardize their safe spaces. So mm-hmm. personal safety is one thing, but I think doing that, you may feel like you kind of have a target on your back. And so now your spaces that you go to are not safe. Because people start kind of looking at where you're going, who are you interacting with, and they just start looking at everything differently. And it makes you wonder. <laughs> and you coming out as a bad man and the dudes at the gym don't fuck with you no more. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Or you go to your favorite spot and now people are looking at you like, what is you doing here? This not that kind of establishment. You know what I mean? So and I don't, I don't understand like such the negative stigma about like gay men because like y'all create all the the cool sayings y'all <laughs> make all the fucking dances like how can we and y'all design everything like the fashion like how can you love fashion but hate gay men like this shit doesn't even make sense like every rapper want to say the f word and all that shit but they're draped in designers by gay men designs by gay men like. Come on, mate. And they'll hug all on them and, and take pictures with them and all that stuff. But let a regular schmegler gay dude, just like that one rapper who was coming out and was like, yeah, they they shelved my project and stopped fucking with me because I told them I had a boyfriend. And it's just like, if he crazy. making fire music and he bit down with the click, what's the problem? And, and that's a marketing perspective. <laughs> like, what like the LGBT uh, community is gonna come out for this artist just because he's out and open about himself? Like, well, that may be due to proximity because I did have a rapper on. Shout out to Medina, yeah. and he was kind of talking about how a lot of times the community does not support these artists. Now I've seen arguments on Twitter about, yeah, we don't support them because the music is not good, but I think it just depends on the artist, but I think it also depends on proximity. Like if you are in proximity of popular, successful rappers that in turn have proximity to popular, successful producers, your music will be of a different caliber than if you're an independent artist. But that's a whole different conversation for a whole different day. <laughs> but I think those people are cognizant of that kind of stuff. You know, I don't want to go to these places and people think because I'm bisexual. And I think it's just because people as conservative as people like to think they are. I think there's also mm-hmm. an obsession with sex and so when you come out as something other than heterosexual, you're automatically kind of demonized as hypersexual, especially amongst men. So I think I could see myself not coming out as bisexual or I should say I, should, I could see someone else because now whenever someone looks at you, they think it. Did you just come from doing something with the man? <laughs> Did you just suck some dick? You know, like, you know what I mean? Like, and they, people start looking at you differently. They start analyzing, like, is he walking a little different? Did he just get fucked in the butt? And it's just like, <laughs> who wants to deal with that? Who wants to deal with that? Oh. Listen, if you're bisexual and you're not out or you struggled with coming out in the workplace or amongst friends and family, please tweet us and and just let us know if you're comfortable. Like, obviously don't, if you want to do it anonymously, then I guess you could DM it or something. But I'm curious about reasons why people may not want to come out specifically as bisexual. Cause all I'm doing, I'm just, you know, it's conjecture on my part. And then you have your reasons (laughs) as a bisexual woman, but everything that I'm saying is just observations 
Uh, so you have... say your real friends, like they probably already know. Yeah, your <laughs> friends probably already know, and they gonna love you anyway. They shouldn't. If they don't, they not your friend anyway. Right. Fuck them. I'll be your friend. I need friends. I live in North Dakota. Child, Ooh, the ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you have any parting thoughts on this topic and conversation? Get a therapist, everybody. Therapy is fun. She said fun. <laughs> I'm always an advocate for therapists. Like, for real, you learn some shit you ain't even know. Like, if you I date too. me, you got to have a therapist. Come on. <laughs> now, that's a hell of a prerequisite for dating. <laughs> Be like, like, what's your therapist name? What's your credit score? And what's your therapist's name? Yeah. <laughs> now, listen, listen, Issa and Prentice and and Natasha and team. That's something that I would like to see. <laughs> Issa For real, going they don't go to therapy. Issa need therapy. Like well, they all need therapy. Issa probably does need therapy, but I'll give her her roses because at least she's doing work on her own. Molly, yeah. on the other hand, sis, she can afford a therapist. She has one, but she'd be lying to a therapist. Anyway, yeah, anyway. what's the point of going to therapy if you're going to lie to that hoe? Like, listen, okay, this is not an insecure <laughs> recap. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying, it would be nice to see. That would be interesting. You know, I want to see some, maybe not insecure. If you have like a web series or something, I would love to see that first date scenario. Be like, so, you know, do you have any kids? What was your last relationship like? <laughs> what's your therapist's name? Where do they are practice? They birds <laughs> are they black? Are they a woman? Are they LGBT? <laughs> Be like, I need to know about your therapist. Like, we'll get to yeah. you in a bit. <laughs> what about your therapist? Is your therapist cool? <laughs> That's a first day. You know what? I may do it myself. You Be on the lookout for 2019. I'm going to have a first date series <laughs> that I write. The first episode is going to be, what's your therapist's name? <laughs> what's your therapist's name? That's the question people should ask. Yeah, what's your therapist's name? What's it like? You know, are you benefiting from the, from the sessions? Oh, you don't have is a therapist? A you don't have yeah, a therapist? Yeah, you got to look at them funny. Like, Check, please. <laughs> are so those Bugle Boy jeans you wear? You have a therapist? <laughs> That's okay. Face, like. That's enough. <laughs> that is enough. So, you guys... Welcome to a small piece of my world. <laughs> You've met my cousin. <laughs> cousin, cousin. <laughs> You've seen how we interact, <laughs> which is funny because we don't talk on the phone too often or at all, really. We text. <laughs> but... I forgot your voice is this deep. <laughs> is it deep? Because I'm struggling over here. Like my I nose is. Sick. My nose is draining, so I'm trying not to just have a whole connect. Anyway, what are we talking about? <laughs> this is my cousin, Kosha. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining the show. No problem, cousin. Anytime. Thank you for having me. I had fun. Me too. So tell people where they can find you on these interwebs. Oh, I barely be on there, but um, at Dreadful Phoenix, uh, D-R-E-A-D-F-U-L-L-P-H-X uh, on Instagram. And I forgot my Twitter name. It's something weird. It's something weird. It's in the show notes. Okay. So if they want to follow you, they can. <laughs> I don't be talking about nothing, y'all. She don't. She don't. <laughs> but she my cousin. I love her. I love her. <laughs> you we... made me change it. Because remember, it was the same as uh, Instagram. But that dude I was talking to found it. And I was like, oh, no. But anyway. <laughs> Child. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> That's why you don't know. <laughs> I was gonna say that's why you don't. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Okay, guys, we are done. Say goodbye to my cousin, and I will see you guys next week. Bye. All right, you guys. Another episode done and done. We are wow. We're eighty-one episodes into this podcast, and. You know, I won't say that I didn't see this coming, but it's different to just be here now, be in this space, looking back and saying, wow, I did 81 episodes. I've had so many different guests, so many different conversations, and it keeps going. And as I've said before, I'm not sure if this show has an expiration date, but 
I will say as long as there are people that I want to talk to and things that I want to talk about, as long as I still feel like I have work to do, I will keep doing this show. So at the very least, I think we'll definitely hit 100 episodes. With all that being said, you guys go to GaySideStories.com for all things related to this podcast and your host, guests, all of that good stuff. Remember to send in any mail uh, suggestions, listener letters, any of that stuff to GaySideStories at gmail.com. If you have some time and you enjoy the show, please go over to Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star rating, and if you really love me, leave a review. I haven't gotten a new one in a while, so if anyone feels inclined to go ahead and do that. Thank you so, so much for listening. I really do mean that. Again, it always surprises and shocks and warms my heart to look and see like, wow, people are actually listening to this show. It's not a huge show. It's not loudspeakers or anything of that magnitude, but I really can see that people are listening and enjoying it. So I appreciate you guys, even if you enjoy in silence. While I would like to have a little bit more listener engagement if you listen in silence, because I do that with the majority of podcasts, but that's just because I have so much stuff going on. I appreciate you guys, too. Speaking of appreciating me and podcasts, you can get a different side of me to an extent. If you go over and listen to me, Jeremy and Candace on Ratchet Ramblings, we discuss black reality TV shows. We've been doing a little bit of Iyanla Fix My Life, which, ooh. We've been doing Married to Medicine, Black Ink Crew. So if you listen to any of those shows and you enjoy them, or if you just know of Jeremy and Candace and you want to hear us cut up, go over and listen to that show. And as always, you guys, remember, you got to love yourself. It does not matter what you like, what you like done to you. If you're a top, if you're a bottom, if you're a verse, if you're a lipstick lesbian or whatever terminology you ladies have over there, whatever it is, make sure that you are loving yourself and protecting your walls because they will crumble without that protection. I'm out. I'll see you guys next week.